0: Clap, clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands podcast.
1: Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck.
0: Here they come.
1: Now, we've talked about him a few times, but I think it's time to completely dive into how this impacts Joel. There was a report from Keith Pompey uh, that the two met during the process and that it went well. Shocker. He wouldn't be the coach if, if, if it didn't. But what do you think this means for, for Joelle? Because when I hear you talk about Nick Nurse and the full court pressing, and you know the the really kind of active, you know, not just kind of standing around like centers, uh, like like a center does. What do you think this means for Joel? Let's f- first go on the court, but then off the court. Like, how do you think Joel gets impacted by the Nick Nurse hire?
0: So I'm. Um, it's the most interesting question to me. Is does Nick Nurse make? Joel play faster yes. or does Nick nurse's style essentially get deferred because Joel Embiid wants to play a certain way? Because I think if you go back and listen to what nurse says about how he wants to play offense, it's a lot of you attack an advantage quickly. If you don't have one, you swing the ball, you rotate and you move. And it's all about, creating space for drives and resetting and stretching a defense as much as possible. He doesn't necessarily want someone who's going to sit there and survey and dribble the air out of the ball or isolate on the block for 10 seconds before making a decision. It's a lot of catch, look at the rim and either go shoot or pass and keep it moving. And that's sort of the philosophy of nurse. And I would say that's the philosophy of a lot of coaches, but I think Nurse is a lot more, you know, animated about it. He's been a lot more public about it. And so, that's not Joel. Like Joel has never been that guy. It's he catches the ball, this season was catching the ball at the nail, faces the basket and he sees, "Okay, here's what I have in front of me. What should I do from here?" And sometimes that's four jab steps and, and eating into the clock. Sometimes that's, you know, I'm going to start backing a guy down. I'm going to invite the double. And so there's going to have to be some kind of middle ground there, right? Like I do think that Joel would benefit from simply playing faster a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And that's an adjustment that I think he's going to have to make. The defensive side of the ball is just as interesting. Like I think you could argue maybe Joel needs to drop some weight just from like a have carrying the weight type thing where he's going to have to come up higher more and he's not operating in the post as much now anyway. And so maybe you get a little bit leaner so that you have more ground you can cover on defense without it totally crushing your joints and and running back and forth and doing all that. The thing that's hard is that nurse has not had a true big man in a while to build a defense around. So our, our most recent memories of Toronto are, you know, it's like a ton of six eight guys that they just collapse on the paint and then close out on shooters and they protect the rim first and foremost. Well, now you have Joel to protect the rim, so you don't need to worry so much about. Hey, I'm sending Siakam and Ananobi and all these guys to to pinch in middle of the floor, but we just haven't seen it since Marcus Ole left Toronto. What he wants to do with maybe more of a traditional drop type big so I think that's it's it's an open question at this point right like we're not going to know until we see them take the floor like I'm sure Nurse has some ideas for what he wants to do with Joel but his his publicly stated and the things you see on on tape philosophy kind of clashes with Joel a little bit but I think it clashes in a way that can help him that can move him forward as a player
1: Well, that's what I think is going to be interesting about it, too, because and I'll use my experience covering Eagles head coaches uh, for this point. But when Chip Kelly came in, Chip Kelly was like, I am going to run my system no matter what. And Sam Bradford was doing RPOs and it made no sense. And it was good for about 15 games. And then obviously he flamed out. Nick Sirianni came in and he completely built an offense around Jalen Hurts. And for as good as Jalen is and the hard work he does. I think Nick and the coaching staff deserves a lot of credit of adjusting their offense to him. And so to your point, what Nick Nurse has done, based off your description, does not fit Joel. Does, Joel does not make super quick decisions. Joel is not an athletic six eight wingman, right? But so, so on one hand, I think Nick should come in and he has to adjust because that's what I've seen good head coaches do. And that is what good head coaches do. On the flip side, though, I think this team is in need. Of somebody just to do something different. I don't. I don't think coming in and having Joel do similar things. Now he's of course is going to do some similar things, but I think having somebody come in and saying to Joel, "Nah, you got to change this. Like you've been great. You're the MVP, and we're going to do a lot of the things you like. But I'm going to put my foot down here, and I'm just not going to build this completely around you. These are some things that you need to get better at. And maybe they'll spend part of the regular season, and it could be ugly at points." But doing that, forcing Joel to make quicker decisions, maybe pushing back on Joel a little bit, and an interesting thing that that uh, has come out since you know Nick Nurse's name was attached to to this is when Nick Nurse wrote his book after the the Raptors series. There's a section in there where he's talking about Joel, and he writes very nice things about how talented he is and all that. But he also says Joel is somebody that you can get out of the game. That if you get Joel to struggle early, he does he doesn't really recover from that. On one hand. I think that's good that Nick nurse recognizes that and that he can help him. On the other hand, I combine how Nick nurse normally coaches with how he seems to think of Joel in a certain light. And I do wonder if this is, if it's going to definitely work, I think it will cause they're both smart and they both want to make it work. But I think you're right that there is a little bit of it is, is this the right mesh for, for each other?
0: Wow. And so let's take that from a, a whole roster perspective too, along with Joel. I think one of the big cons or at least like downside risks with nurse is the same reason that some people are excited. I think he's a, an honest, like no bullshit type of guy. And he'll say at a press conference, like I cited multiple examples in a story I wrote for this morning that there are times where he's just like, yeah, that guy's not playing well enough. So he's not in the rotation or, This guy, if he's not playing better defense, doesn't fit what we're doing and is going to play less. And he's willing to do that. Now, the other part of it, which this is something I would argue he needs to work on because I think it's fine to be honest and call guys out in public. There were guys in Toronto who essentially said, he didn't say that to me prior to saying it in the media. Mm -hmm. And that's where you get yourself into trouble. That's something that Doc was very good at. Like nothing that we were told at a press conference, at least that I'm aware of, was like a a mystery. Like, oh my God, he just dropped this in public. Right. Had never said this to Ben or Joel or James or whoever it is. It's very, there was very clear messaging behind the scenes and he was willing from time to time to share that. Now, Nurse might just, he might just say at a press conference, yeah, this guy hasn't been good enough. And that might be the first that guy's hearing it in, you know, a month or so. And so those clear lines of communication need to be improved upon. And the thing I would worry about is that because Joel is, as we know, and I, as I love as a person covering the team, it's very honest at the podium and he will say what he feels at any given time. And if things don't go well, like what you're saying nurse says about him as a player, but We've also said this about him emotionally and as a leader and all that. He is has some front runner energy and is kind of a, when things are going well, things are great with him. When things are going poorly, he is not exactly like the rah, rah, keep everybody together guy. You combine that with Nick nurse, being willing to say some things in public. There's a a chance that if it goes poorly, it goes very poorly. And so that's, that's the risk I think they're taking. I think it's a risk worth taking. Like it's better than hiring, you know, Mike Budenholzer, who every time he gets to the playoffs has no answers for anything. Mm-hmm. But it is a, a different sort of problem that I don't think they've had over the last couple coaches that Joel's had. Uh,
1: tell me if this is crazy or not. I was thinking about this while you were making that point that if this doesn't work. If if Joel and Nick Nurse clash and Nick Nurse is saying Joel's not giving great effort or, or something like that, or or Joel doesn't love the offense, are we sure that Joel still has top pecking order over Nick Nurse? That if if this doesn't work, if oh this yeah. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I don't, don't think they're Nurse at a point being... where they're if this doesn't work out, maybe they're secretly like, you know what? Maybe it's time to move on from Joel.
0: No, I mean, right now, no. Now, let's say we get two years, three years down the line and Joel's vomiting all over himself in another big game that they really need him for, and whatever. Like, then that becomes a different conversation. But I still think Joel is the most important person in the organization. Now, Nurse is a a very important partner for him, a collaborator with him, and it's a giant part of his job to get through to Joel, to maximize Joel, and to make sure there's an ecosystem around him that not only gets the best out of their best player, but everybody else around him. So it that's, you can't have a more important relationship than the head coach of the team and the star player on your team like that. Everything else essentially flows out of that.
1: Yeah. And I'll be, I'll be really interested to see how their relationship works. Cause they seem to have a lot of similarities in the way that I think they're both extremely basketball smart. I think they're both extremely motivated. They're, they're, they're self-motivated but they do seem to have some clashing aspects. And I I think Joel has always had a head coach Brett Brown like had Joel's back to the death, right? Uh Doc Rivers was very good at not criticizing Joel publicly. He didn't criticize anyone publicly. Joel and him had a good relationship. I do think I hope this guy p- pushes Joel a little bit. Just in the way that, you know what, Joel, I know you're the franchise. I know you're but I'm here now and this is how we do things and you have to get better at it. And they have a little bit of that history with the whole back and forth over the free throws and the fouls thing, which I don't think means anything in terms of them not getting along, but I think it is a little hint into into just how their personalities, you know, I think Nick's willing to push Joel a little bit and we'll see how how Joel takes that.